I would just like to start today's episode by being real and addressing one thing first. Um, I have no coffee that I'm drinking right now for today's episode. I'm actually drinking cranberry juice. Um, I don't want to hide anything from you guys. I feel like this is a big thing that I need to tell you considering this is the caffeinated brunette. However, I am brunette and I am caffeinated because I had my coffee this morning. However, I have procrastinated recording this episode so long that it's already almost 2 p.m. on the Sunday before this episode is going live and I didn't have time to make coffee beforehand. Yeah, so that was my really long way of explaining. I don't have coffee for today's episode, but I am technically still within the guidelines of this podcast because I'm caffeinated and a brunette, so yes. All right, um, <laughs> anyway, I would also just like to say that, um, well, actually, I already said it. I'm recording this the day before, so my procrastination for this week's episode and literally my bonus episode last week. If you guys haven't listened to it, I did a self-discovery exercise where I found out some really interesting things. Um, it was really, it was a good episode. You should go listen to it. It is really long because I'm pretty chatty, so it's like an hour and a half, but you could maybe split it up and listen to like sections at a time. I don't know, whatever works for you, but, um, in both that episode and this episode, my procrastination has just been on point, shall we say. It's just been so, so great. I feel like I need to talk more into the microphone because whenever I listen back, I mean, the way that I edit now is I'll record certain portions. I don't listen to them back necessarily, but like I'll have to cut off certain parts at the end if I mess up. And I feel like the audio quality is just not at its best. So I'm wondering if I need to talk more into the microphone. You guys should DM me on Instagram at Rachel Laura or at the Caffeinated Brunette Podcast. Both are linked in the podcast description if you guys didn't like recollect what I just said and you're like, wait, what is it? Um, they're in the description. But you should let me know how the audio is. I will if it's bad, let me know. In a in a nice way, please don't hurt my ego. Um because I really do try to put effort into this podcast, at least a little bit. <laughs> at least, like, trying to work on my consistency and everything. But I do want the audio quality to be good. So let me know. Honestly, let me know if it's good or not. I want I want your honest, honest opinion. Okay, moving on. So, this week's a little different. Because I'm going to say the weekly quote for this week after... I talk about my caffeinated moment and my decaffeinated moment and my obsessions. So, with that said, we're going to be starting with my caffeinated moment, which there were actually a couple this week. So, let's just dive right into that. So, you guys might know this if you listened to last week's episode, but I had a doctor's appointment that I was slightly nervous for. And I was also nervous to even talk about it, both here on the pod and also on my channel, my YouTube channel, because it's something that I feel like there's a lot of societal stigma behind. And that's the menstrual cycle, like women getting their periods. I feel like some people are like, ew, gross, why do you talk about that? But I think it should be normalized which is why I decided to talk about it at least a little bit. Maybe not 
fully just for privacy reasons, but I did decide to talk about it. Anyway, I had my appointment this last this Friday, this last Friday. This it's currently sun can I speak? <laughs> it's currently Sunday and I'm reflecting on the week before, right? So, um yes. I had my doctor's appointment on this last Friday. And I saw my gynecologist just to discuss if my period irregularity was normal. And this is, as you guys might have guessed, um, it's a good thing, I guess, because I'm talking about it under a caffeinated moment. I found out that there was nothing inherently wrong with me. It was completely normal, at least to an extent. And I am going to be seeing... Wait, what? (laughs) And I'm going to be starting birth control which is so weird because I never ever 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 thought that I would go on hormonal birth control for some reason I was just really like nervous about it I was like I don't want to mess with my hormones I feel like they're already really weird I I just don't want to mess with that and I remember growing up Christian that like um going to what is it confirmation classes I remember one woman like saying, yeah, no, birth control causes cancer. (laughs) And I was like, what? And she talked about how she's pretty sure that her going on birth control is what caused cancer for her. She ended up beating cancer. I don't know. Anyway, it was just like this whole thing. And so I had this stigma behind starting birth control. But after talking to my gynecologist, I found out that my period irregularity was perfectly fine. It's kind of like a me thing is kind of what she said. She's like, it's a you thing. Everyone is a little bit different, and that's completely fine. She's like, however, where you said that you have had moments where you've gone up to, like, six months without having a period, she's like, that part concerns me. She said, if you don't have a period for three months or more, that's a little bit concerning because that means that your uterus lining is building up, and it's not shedding, which typically happens every single month. So when it builds up that much, you're you do have a little bit of a risk for uterine cancer. And I was like, oh my god. So as soon as she said cancer, I was like, what? Oh my god. (laughs) Because this whole time I thought that going on birth control could cause cancer. But I, I basically ended up finding out that even though the risk was very small, I want to emphasize that the risk is very small, because I am young and I'm healthy and there's no symptoms or indicators of this whatsoever. But the risk is there to an extent if I would continue having this irregularity where my walls build up so much and I'm not releasing that by having a period, that can be a risk factor for uterine cancer. I was like, oh, heck no. And so I asked like what we could do about it. She recommended birth control, which I figured she would. And I was like, I don't really want to do that, but like, do you think that that would be a good idea considering? And she was like, I think that it would be a good thing to regulate your period for that that reason, like that health reason, but ultimately it's your choice. And I was like, okay, so um, we're going to do that. <laughs> so um, yeah, long story short, I'm getting on birth control, but I did find out that there's nothing really wrong with me, but I am going on birth control, which I'm actually going to be starting today. So that's exciting. I put it under a caffeinated moment. Even though it could be decaf, a decaffeinated moment if you look at it wrong and you say like, oh shoot, there's like a risk for cancer because I'm irregular. 
but I think it's a caffeinated moment because I figured out there's nothing inherently wrong with me, like nothing super serious, and I also found a way to prevent uterine cancer. So I think I think it's a caffeinated moment. Anyway, moving on. Um, I also this last week I kind of found a way to almost balance my work life with my school life, with my social life, all that. I found a way to balance that next semester. So I was really struggling with this. I was like, how am I supposed to be working part-time while also doing classes? And I just have no idea what to tell my employer for my availability. Like, I know I can work Saturdays, but otherwise all my classes are online. There's no way for me to know. The beginning of the semester is stressful in itself. How am I going to manage this? It's like a whole big thing, right? Well, I ended up working this last Saturday, so yesterday. I worked 8 a.m. until 12 p.m. Then I came home and I worked out and got through the shower and then I had the rest of my afternoon and I was like, what is this free time? Like, <laughs> like you know you're a college student when you're like, this free time is a little sus. This is, this is suspicious. What? What? <laughs> like, I shouldn't be able to relax. Um, yeah, no, anyway, I realized that that was actually a really productive way for me to start my day. Normally, I don't like working early shifts at my job because I have gotten accustomed to working out in the morning and I've gotten pretty consistent with it, which is a, a plus because I've been really wanting to work on my consistency when it comes to that. But the fact that I was able to come home and then work out and I even reached my 10,000 steps too, I was like, that is so perfect. And I also find that I do my schoolwork the best in the afternoons just because that sense of urgency like, oh shit, things are going to be due, I got to get stuff done. I don't know, it just like kicks in and I do my best schoolwork in like mid-afternoon, I guess. I'm, I'm more of a morning person, but when it comes to my schoolwork, for some reason, I do it best when it's like mid-afternoon to somewhat into the evening. But I can't do it at night. I'm like, I'm just so weird. I don't know why I'm programmed this way. But it, anyway, I ended up finding out that um, that's what I think I'm going to tell my employer for spring semester. I'm going to be like, I can work 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. Tuesday through Friday. And then I can work Saturdays, like split shifts or whatever you need me to work. And then I know he won't schedule me every single day, Tuesday through Friday, 8 to 12. They just don't need me that often <laughs> to be there. But even if he schedules me like one or two, even up to three of those days, that gives me some extra hours and it's manageable with my schedule. And all my classes are online, so I just got to do my classes in the afternoon and it'll work out perfectly fine. So that stress was taken off my chest because I figured that out. And that was definitely a caffeinated moment. When I figured it out, I'm like, yes, oh my goodness. That's so perfect because I need the extra cash, you guys. I need that money. I need the hours. As much as I sometimes don't want to go into work, like I need the money, I need the hours to pay for college. And I need the college classes to get a job later. It sounds kind of messed up when you put it that way, but long story short, I found a way to balance that. And I'm so, so excited for next semester. Um, also finals is next week. I'm going to talk about that later in today's episode, but, um, yeah, like this upcoming week. So when you guys are listening to this, if you listen to it, when it comes out, my final, well, not my final exam, but one of my final exams is on Monday. So when this episode goes out and then I'll virtually be done with that class. 
that'll be my human biology class. And then I have my final exam for my online medical terminology class on Friday, next Friday. And after that, once I turn in my like course evaluations, which aren't hard, it's just actually a survey of the professor. <laughs> but once I turn those in, I'll be completely done for fall semester and it'll be, I'll be on winter break, which is so, so crazy to me. Like I can't even believe that, but I'm, I'm so excited. So that was also a caffeinated moment. And, um, yeah, the other, the other thing, I want to talk about Christmas a little bit, which I actually say the holidays, just because I'm not necessarily Christian. Okay, so the holidays, holiday festivities are obviously a little bit different this year, just because of the virus and because of everything going on with 2020, like, we all know this. However, there are still fun things that you can do, and, um, one thing, one of those things that I ended up doing with my family was me, my mom, and my sister. We ended up picking up my grandma, and we wore masks. Um, the other thing to also keep in mind um, with this is that we, like, we're all very, very careful, honestly. My mom and my sister, well, my sister kind of works now, but she doesn't leave the house much. My mom rarely leaves unless it's to get groceries, and my grandma only leaves her house to go get groceries, and we're all very, very cautious, so we did not wear masks in the car. That's not what the CDC recommends, I don't think, um, but we have gone to see my grandma a couple times anyway, so um, it's kind of like the risk was already there. It, it's hard to explain, um, but we, we did keep our distance. It's not like we were hugging or doing anything like that. The closest we got was being in the car. But the point the point being, we went to go see Christmas lights. And it was so fun. We drove around and um, there was this one part of town that, um, like, the, t the road is called Cardinal something. And all of the people in that block had, like, big wooden cardinals that they put lights around. I was like, this is so cute. Like, the community just coming together, like, their their own drive there. I was like, I love that. But it was so much fun. I mean, all we did was drive around and look at Christmas lights, and then we ended up ordering a pizza. But it was so much fun, and um, it's a really good way to still get in the holiday spirit while being safe. And you don't have to, like, pick up your grandma. I mean, you could do this with your family. You could do this by yourself. We loved it, and I'm actually going with one of my friends tonight to go look at Christmas lights. Again, we're going to go to a different town, and I'm just so excited. It just it puts you in the spirit, especially if you're listening to Christmas music. It's just it's a good time. Also, talking about Christmas, I ended up getting my Christmas shopping done last week, I think, I believe. There's a couple things that I'm still waiting to show up because I did some online shopping, but once those get here, I'll be able to wrap up my gifts and they'll be completely done. That said, I'm not buying for that many people this year. I have my mom, my dad, my sister, and then I have two, no, three friends that I am buying for. So um, I have two of the gifts completely done, wrapped, ready to go under my tree, and then I only have three more to go. And I believe two of them, I'm pretty much done, but I'm doing like a DIY thing for them. So I just have to finish that up and then wrap their gifts and they'll be done. And then the one, no, and then two of the gifts, I am still waiting for some things to come. 
but my Christmas shopping is done, which is exciting for me because as much as I love shopping for people and as much as I love giving gifts, I like to just get it over with. I don't like it to just go on the entire holiday season. It's stressful for me, but I got it done. I'm so excited. And I got my decorating done literally Thanksgiving Day, which if you guys know me at all, you know I don't call it Thanksgiving. I call it National Day of Mourning because it's really like represent representing the mass genocide of indigenous people, like Native Americans, you know, like Thanksgiving, not, not the best. I'm not really here for it. But, um, besides the point, I got my decorating done that day, so that was pretty cool. Also, a caffeinated moment is me getting all this Christmas stuff done and all these festivities that I did. So, yeah, that concludes my caffeinated moments this week. Now, moving on to the not-so-great decaf moments. So, I just realized that I've been talking for, like, 15 minutes about my caffeinated moments, which is completely fine because it's kind of, like, mini-updates. But um, my decaf moment is going to probably be a lot shorter than that um, because I do want to move on and get to the point of today's episode. So my decaf moment though this week was not getting my second video up in time. I just did not have time with all of my social events going on, you know, with family and friends and my school obligations and I was working extra hours. I ended up picking up one of my co-workers shifts on this last Tuesday. So because I had the extra hours and everything, I just did not have time to get my second video up this last week. However, I am going to be uploading it hopefully this upcoming week. So when you guys are listening to this, hopefully it'll be going up on Tuesday. That's my hope anyway. And then I will obviously hopefully have a second video as well coming out this week. Um, But yeah, this last week, I just, with my schedule, I just wasn't able to, like, I got it filmed, I just wasn't able to edit it, and I got, I gotta do that before I get bored of it and decide to just throw it away. That's, like, one of my toxic tendencies. I'm like, it's too late now, even though it was only a week ago. Like, it's still relevant, girl. (laughs) But, um, anyway, yeah, I, I wasn't able to get it up, which my, the perfectionist in me was like, come on, but realistically, I need to cut myself some slack. I had a lot going on last week, and this week might be similar because it is going to be finals week. Who knows, but um, yeah. The other decaf moment, and this, there is a silver lining to this, so I could have put it in caffeinated moment, but it's kind of decaf. It's kind of sad. So I was on TikTok this morning, (laughs) as I am a lot. Usually not in the morning, but I'm on TikTok more than I should be, but I came across this video from a therapist. She's like a a licensed therapist. And she had this video where she was like, do do you have disordered eating? (laughs) Which sounds so weird. I'm like, why did this come up? (laughs) But um, she's like, do you have disordered eating? And she listed out some of the things like the mindsets and stuff like that, that you will experience. And Long story short, I found out from that TikTok, and normally I'd say don't, don't like self-diagnose, but she's literally a, a therapist, and she was like, if you had these things, like you had disordered eating, and I was like, oh my god, and um, I related to every single one of them when I was in middle school and going into early high school, and so it was kind of a decaf moment because I learned that I did actually have an eating disorder. It wasn't just like, 
bulimic tendencies or all this other stuff that I've called it in the past. It was actually an undiagnosed eating disorder um, where I would feel guilty from eating food and try to punish myself by working out. And, oh, I probably should have disclaimed this. I'm sorry if you guys are listening and this is like a trigger thing. I'm not going to talk about it much. Um, I'll actually stop talking about it. Um, If you guys want me to talk more about my experience with that, DM me and I could make an episode where I actually have a disclaimer (laughs) and all of that. But, yes, I was able to actually um, admit, I guess, that I had an eating disorder And, um, the silver lining is that I can finally admit that and not feel guilty, like, like, oh, but, but, like, everyone goes through that, like, it it wasn't that abnormal, others have it worse, blah, blah, blah. I was able to finally be like, okay, so I did have an eating disorder, like, I can finally say that. And I feel like that's power, so I think that's a good thing. But, um, overall, kind of a decaf moment, it's a downer to think that, um, I used to have those thoughts and that I, I used to be that way. It's it's really, I feel sorry for that that phase of my life, for that version of me, that young girl that thought that her worth came from her size. It's just, it's really sad. But um, again, there is the silver lining. I can finally admit it. And I had all these other caffeinated moments that happened that I'm just so grateful for. So I don't want to be like a Debbie Downer here, but I do want to be real with you guys. And that was a little bit of a downer figuring that out. But yeah, anyway, we're not, we're not going to talk about it anymore. (laughs) Moving on to my obsessions. If you guys know me at all, you probably know, you just would know one of the things that's going to be on my obsessions list this week is the new Taylor Swift album. Oh my god. You guys, I can't even explain how excited I was for this. Taylor Swift dropped her second album, which is a sister album to Folklore. She's never done that in her history of being a musical artist, but she did this time. And she managed to surprise us yet again with her fabulous new album, Evermore. I feel like I'm promoting her album or something, but oh my god. It is so, so good, you guys. It, oh my god. It it gives me Little House on the Prairie plus Hallmark, plus, like, hometown feels, like, vibes. I don't, I don't even know. Um, let me know if you guys agree, if you think that too. I I don't know. It's, it's very good. Um, I am obsessed with Champagne Problems. That is probably, like, my favorite song. I first listened to it in the car with my mom, and I remember being like, oh my god, oh my god, and my mom's like, what, what, (laughs) she's like driving, I'm like, this is so good, she's like, oh my god, Rachel, and I'm like, you know what, (laughs) like, don't, don't judge me, this is, holy shit, oh, sorry, I just swore, but I'm not really sorry, okay, but it, it's so sad, I love it, (laughs) I told my sister that, and she's like, do you realize what you just said, I'm like, yeah, I do, it's sad, but I'm obsessed with it, it's so good, it makes me happy how sad it makes me, and she was like, that's the most depressing thing I've ever heard. I'm like, I'm sure it is, but it was so good. And she's like, you're weird. I'm like, you're right. Okay, anyway, I'll stop now. But Champagne Problems, so good. If you guys haven't listened to it, go stream it or listen to it right now, please. I also really love the, and I was really shocked by it. Like I had my, like my jaw dropped. I was like, oh my God, what is this? No body, no crime. 
oh my gosh, you got me. <laughs> Just like the vibe of that song, it was so good. It, it kind of, it gave me a different vibe than the rest of the album. But one that I wasn't as obsessed with, it's kind of ironic because the album is called Evermore and there's a song called Evermore and it, it's featuring Bon Iver. I didn't like it as much. Um, I liked the song fine, but as soon as Bon Iver came in, I was like, oh, no. And it's not that I have anything against Bon Iver because I like Exile from Folklore and he's in that, he, it's featuring Bon Iver in that song as well. But I don't know, I just wasn't digging his vocals and the vibe in the song Evermore with him. I, I don't know. Um, sorry if I offended your music taste or something with that, but just, just my opinion. Also, I tried a new Starbies order. I'm calling it that now. I've watched too much of Anna on TikTok. I, I don't remember her last name, but she's like, she's the girl who's known for like, if it's not blah, 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 then I don't want it. And she's also famous for Starbies orders. She's like, I think it says in her bio, like CEO of Starbies or something. I don't even know. She calls Starbucks Starbies and I've been saying that too. Don't judge me. It just, it is what it is. I'll probably even put it in the title of today's podcast episode. Who knows? But one thing I'm obsessed with. So as you guys might know, I'm trying new Starbucks drinks. I'm just trying to experiment more with my coffee and be more cultured instead of just my generic iced vanilla latte with almond milk. So I ended up getting the iced caramel brulee latte with almond milk, which is very similar, I will admit, but it, it's a very different vibe and Oh my god, I was so obsessed. It's so good. If you guys are looking for a new Starbucks order and you haven't tried the iced caramel brulee latte, and I get it with almond milk because I don't like dairy as much, but you can get it with regular milk, whatever you want. So good. I'm going to say it one more time. Iced caramel brulee latte. So good. So, 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 so good. Try it, please. Let me know what you think. I've also been getting back into reading, which is so weird because when I was in high school, early high school and for sure middle school, I was the definition of a bookworm. I was reading all these YA novels, you know, young adult novels, and I was always really into like, um, like the fantasy novels or like dystopian societies, like freaking Hunger Games, like all that type of stuff, right? I was obsessed and then I just kind of gave up on reading <laughs> later because I was too busy like I had to do too much reading for my college classes and everything in high school and in college now but I picked it back up and I started rereading the Lunar Chronicles oh my god I got through Cinder which is the first book I got through that book in less than a week oh my god I am obsessed you guys and I am now reading Scarlet which actually it's been a couple days just because this week was so busy it's been a couple days since I've read but I'm hoping to pick that back up again and start continuing to read that novel it's so good it sucks me in it's oh I love it I love it so much um so yeah I've gotten back into reading I also got these new pieces from my most recent thrifting expedition I went to Goodwill last week last Sunday I think and I ended up getting this fuzzy cardigan and I swear you guys it's like wearing a blanket and I've been wearing it 
so much, especially at the beginning of this week. I wore it all the time. And I also ended up picking up, like, some regular zip-up hoodies from the men's section that honestly, like, they don't have much to them, but I'm obsessed. Um, love them so much. I'm just, I, don't, I have no words because there's no reason why I should be obsessed with old man clothes, but I am, okay? I am so much, and it was, I don't even know. It's an experience. I'm wearing one right now. It's actually, I don't know if it's a men's, but... It, like, has a little embroidered detail thing that says USA and, like, the Olympics. I don't even know. But it's in light pink, so that's why I don't think it's a man's, but maybe that's just my, like, internalized toxic masculinity because guys can like pink. I don't know. Anyway, um, I've been obsessed with those as well. So, with me being obsessed with Taylor Swift's new album, I don't know, honestly, if I was just feeling super inspired by her deep, depressing lyrics or what, but I ended up writing a journal entry, and I ended up trying to write this poem about, like, what love was. Real generic, I know, but what's funny is it ended up turning out really, really dark, and I was like, is this what we represent? Is this what I believe about men and about love? Like, no wonder I'm single. But then I realized, I don't think that's what it came from. I think it came from what I have observed in women, okay? So, get, like, stick with me here. This is gonna sound really philosophical, and I don't even know. Okay, here's what I realized, I guess, after reading it back. I think I wrote this poem to reflect how women end up getting, like, taught to be afraid of men and to, like, submit to men and that men can control us and us living in this society where we end up getting taught that love is supposed to be this amazing thing, you know, this Hollywood version of love, but then we end up getting in relationships and that's not what it is. And because we don't teach boys the same thing, we teach girls, boys treat girls like shit, and then girls get all of these limiting beliefs and they end up getting to this place, right? It's a dark place where they view love in a certain way. And I think that's what I was trying to reflect with this poem is just how um, all these things get projected onto love for women because of what we have to go through and so we end up having a distorted perception of what love really is and I wrote this poem from that perspective so this is like what love is to these women that go through these things and we end up seeing love as what I titled the poem is delusion right so we start seeing love as a delusion like it's not real it's not great it's it's just bullshit basically <laughs> and um, I want to read it to you guys because I think it's really interesting and again I think this was very much so because I was inspired by Taylor Swift's lyrics so the vibe of it is similar to her lyrics so it, don't be like Rachel you stole her lyrics like it's it's probably true I was because I was listening to the album before I wrote this um, but yeah I'm just gonna read it now so this is really dark and twisty, and I'm not Meredith Grey from Grey's Anatomy, but um, this is very dark, and I don't think that this is not the way that I view relationships. This is, again, how I think that a lot of women end up viewing relationships after going through the ringer because of how our society is set up. Okay, Delusion by Rachel Alora. 
Alright, here we go. You guys are going to see a different side of me here. Like, I'm not usually this deep. I don't like being that serious, but this poem is, is pretty serious. Alright, here we go. Love is an escape, even just for a minute. A new sight, a new sea. It's ocean blue storms and hurricane waves. It's devotion and passion. It makes life feel wealthy, but it isn't heaven and it isn't healthy. Golden strings, lovely things, and mundane rings, jeweled up for show, but unveiled, it's a shit show. Independent women acting submissive to please toxic men who worship their sweet revenge, who thrive on thoughtless actions, and poison love's true sails until the storm gets reborn and love fades out and fizzles away. Love is a delusion. In us women, we lose. We have no say. What? Who is she? Am I right? Like, I'll let you guys just kind of sit with that for a minute. Let's just take a moment of silence real quick. Here we go. What do you guys think? I read it back and I'm like, whoa, where did that come from? Like, what dark place? <laughs> what dark place made me think that? I have no idea with it what you will I just wanted to share it because I'm like that was really interesting I don't I don't know how to explain this <laughs> basically but yeah um that came because of um Taylor Swift she brought that out of me I guess um I don't really know how to transition into the next like portion of today's episode but yeah I'm just gonna leave you with that poem that was like the worst way to transition but now I'm going to read this week's weekly quote and then get into this week's topic and everything else I want to talk about. Okay, so this week's quote is, I've learned through my own shit that when you're genuinely ready to be the woman that you want to be for yourself, you'll drop all of the excuses you once had and start making the moves that you need to make to become her. So I chose that quote because... I mean, it came up on my Pinterest feed, and I feel like it really relates to a lot of things that I've been going through right now. Just kind of, I feel like I've had this new motivation here in the December to kind of start making moves for myself and really trying to disconnect from all of my people-pleasing tendencies and limiting beliefs. Obviously, I'm not perfect, and I haven't necessarily succeeded fully yet, but I'm trying to step back and consciously choose things for myself, right? And that, you know, I mean, the quote says, you know, that they've learned that when you're genuinely ready to become the woman that you're meant to be for yourself, you're going to drop everything that's in your way and you're going to just get it. You're going to go. And I feel like it just relates so much because I have fears, you guys. Like, I have all these limiting beliefs and fears about the things that I really want in life, the things that I want to do, whether it's related to my college plans, my career plans, like my future relationships, just everything I have. Like, I, I feel like I kind of know what I want, but I think that I've buried it deep down within me for so long because I'm always trying to do what everyone else wants me to do. And um, anyway, I just, I feel like I almost had not an awakening. I don't want to sound dramatic, but I feel like I just figured a lot of things out this week and I mean even when I, I recorded the self-discovery exercise that really helped open a lot of doors to figuring out kind of what I want to do 
what I'm maybe looking for. And um, yeah, so I guess I want to transition that into talking, first of all, about my college plans. I'm going to be real and authentic with you guys. This morning, I started debating a completely different college path. I know. If, you, if you've been here a while, you're like, oh my god, Rachel, not again. <laughs> Believe me, I know. And what I realized is, like, I'm just, I'm just figuring it out, I guess. And um, with my college plans, one thing that I know I'm doing right, and, like, I feel like one way that I'm experiencing this growth of, like, just getting out of my own way is that in the past, I've always thought, like, I can't go to a college where I'm going to be getting in debt I can't go to a college where I'm going to get that college experience. I can't move out and, like, make all these risky moves unless I have it figured out. But I I feel like a good indication of my growth is that even though now I'm, like, looking into a different career path and keeping my options open with college, it's not like I dropped the idea of moving out and going to college completely. I'm still – I still want to go to the same university that I was thinking about before that I applied to for – like a four-year university and I'm still planning on moving out getting that college experience I'm just keeping my options open so before I was looking into like mass communications slash marketing social media type um now I'm also looking into psychology which is so weird because when I first graduated high school I was thinking I was going to get a degree in psychology I wanted to do it And then I ended up having kind of a bad experience with my general psychology class at Metropolitan State. The teacher just was going through some hard times in her life, and she didn't teach it the best, I'll be honest. And I honestly didn't learn much from the class. I think it kind of dissuaded me from pursuing psychology. I had high expectations, and they kind of just crashed. And um, I also just... I mixed in with like the self-discovery of college and everything that happened that year. I kind of threw psychology out the door and didn't really give it a chance, but I was looking at it again here and I was like, I love helping and I love giving advice and that's not what a psycho that's not what a therapist does. But I think that going into psychology is something that I would enjoy learning about and I don't even know. I don't want to talk about it too much here, but um, yeah, I, I'm i thinking about maybe psychology now too. I, I don't know. I'd get like a, probably a bachelor's in psychology and a minor in um, like just general communication studies and then maybe go on and get my master's for, to become a therapist, I guess, is, is one of the paths I'm considering. And the thing is, I'm not set on it and I'm not set on the marketing thing. But one of the reasons this came up was because a couple days ago, for some reason, I think it was, no, it wasn't even because of that self-reflection exercise I did in the last podcast episode. It was just on my own. I decided, I think it was on my run or something, one of my runs. I started reflecting like where I genuinely see myself in the future. And future is such a relevant term because it really depends And I realized that, like, whenever I've thought future recently, I've only been looking as far as, like, five years ahead. Like, in my 20s. Like, what do I really want to be striving towards in my 20s? Which I think is good because, like, you shouldn't be looking too too far ahead, you know? But I also think it's good to have an idea of some of your life goals beyond your 20s. And I realized I haven't had any 
like ever, never. I've never thought like, oh, I want to, you know, in my 20s really focus on myself and um, pursue a career, but then I want to start a family. I've never thought like that. I mean, I always just thought when I was really into like, I mean, it was like the mom side of Pinterest and I, I just, honestly, it was just Pinterest. <laughs> it gave me baby fever or something. I don't know. I was in high school. Like, how do I know at that age? But um, anyway, even when I was in that phase, I was like, I'll be a young mom, blah, blah, blah. I've always just thought in my 20s and I was like, the other day, for some reason, it just struck me and I'm like, I've never thought like full on not living in an apartment. I've always just been focused, like get an apartment, like get a degree, figure out your career. But what about after that? Like, I don't see myself living in an apartment my whole life. And so I just, I just allowed myself to explore, I guess you could say. Start thinking about my future, like more long-term. What do, what do I maybe want? And maybe not specific because I don't think that's healthy. If you're like, when I'm 30, I want to be doing this career and live right here. Like, or like, that sounded so weird. I want to be doing this career and I want to be living in this location, blah, blah. I don't think that's necessary. That's not what I meant. I meant like general goals or like general things. Like what am I going to strive for once I reach my goals that I have for my 20s? You know what I mean? I'm going to, I'm going to like hit a midlife crisis if I continue on. <laughs> if I have nothing else I'm working for, if I'm just like, I need to get through college, figure out my career, then what? Then what? Like, I mean, I know that things change and, like, I'll always have options, or not options, I'll always have dreams and things I'm working towards, but I just, I don't know, I started thinking, what am I going to want more long term? And when I really let myself explore that, what I ended up coming to realize is that I want to have, like, more hobbies and passions I mean things like on the side that maybe don't relate to my work you know what I mean like I want to have fun projects that are for me and I know that I love writing so like having my own blog about like maybe wellness or something I've been getting really into fitness and wellness and everything maybe having my own blog but not trying to make it a business like not putting that pressure on myself to be the best and instead, just having it be something I do for my own enjoyment. And then, like, writing poetry. I forgot how poetic I was, right? But, like, I think that would be so cool. Just have these, like, side hobbies I do. And then I also started thinking, and I'm like, I want to have side hustles. I want to have multiple streams of income. And I was like, I've always loved YouTube. And I love this podcast. And I was like, maybe if I grew it, to a point, maybe someday it could be a side hustle, like YouTube, this podcast, maybe having merch someday. I think that would be really, really cool. And and then I started thinking, like, I would want a job that makes me feel fulfilled. That's the only thing, right? Like, instead of like, oh, I want to be a nurse, or I want to be a doctor, or I want to be a teacher. It, not like that. No, I just want a job that brings me enjoyment, that brings me fulfillment, and that allows me to be financially free. That's what I really want at the end of the day. And then I also realized, like, I would want to have my own house, but it wouldn't be, like, this perfect, like, picturesque house that I used to think I wanted when I was in middle school. I was like, what I'd really want, like, what I'd really, really want 
is my own home, like three bedrooms, one or two bathrooms, I don't really care, maybe two bathrooms, and so one of the bedrooms would be mine and my partner's, because I'd want to have a partner, I would, like, it's hard for me as an independent woman (laughs) to admit that, but I want a partner, um, so one, one bedroom would be ours, we'd have a guest bedroom for, like, if my sister wanted to come or my friends wanted to come over, we'd have a home office, I think it'd be cool for us to have, like, two dogs that we would adopt, and I want to have a cat, I've always wanted my own cat, like, even when I'm living on my own in my own apartment, I want to have a cat, so, like, the cat would come with us to the house, and then we would have a finished basement, like, not, like, my basement where I live right now with my parents, it's ugly, it's, like, it's not finished, it's gross, I'd want a finished basement, basement that would make into an at-home gym so I'd have like a treadmill treadmill (laughs) a treadmill some dumbbells and um it'd just be really great for us to work out there um my partner would probably be into health and fitness this was just me like going off right and um I also said like a double door uh garage for both of us to have our our dream cars or whatever we have right and then we'd have we live in a friendly neighborhood We'd go for evening walks with the dogs or whatever. And like I said, I'd have a job that I would go to that I'd have to leave the house so I don't get, like, isolated. And I'd have my side hustle, YouTube, podcast, merch, things like that. I'd be in a healthy relationship, one that's committed. Maybe not marriage. I don't know how I feel about marriage. I could do an entire episode about this, you guys. Same with children. I don't necessarily see children in my future, However, I could see myself maybe adopting an older child from the foster care system because I know that they need homes more than the babies do. Um, So if you are considering adoption and you've never thought of that, maybe consider that. I would consider it perhaps later in like the future, but it's not really in my plans right now. And anyway, so I did this self-reflection and I was like, whoa, like with that in mind, if I have more of that general vision, I mean, that sounded kind of specific, um, but it was more so like me just describing the house because I feel like I would be picky with the house, right? But um, I just, anyway, I think having a home and having that home be a place and a person, I know that sounds cheesy, but I would love that more than anything. And I would want to have a job that I go to that brings me fulfillment But I realized, like, I've been putting so much pressure on my career, right? And I feel like that's also why I've been going in circles is because I'm like, my career needs to bring me all the things in life. It needs to bring me fulfillment. It needs to give me my creativity. It needs to do this, that, this, that, this, that. It's like a career is only one aspect of my life. And I've been almost putting all my eggs in one basket, right? Like everything that's going to bring me happiness in life needs to be found in my career, And when I finally sat down and thought about my future future and finally admitted to myself that I want things other than just like career success, I was like, maybe my career doesn't need to be all those things. Maybe my career just needs to be something that brings me fulfillment, right? And like maybe my side hustles and my hobbies can be where I have my creative outlet. You know what I mean? Like it it doesn't all need to be put into my career. And so I don't know, I just feel like that was a really, I don't even, I don't even know the point of me saying that other than it was something that I realized. And it it was also partially me reflecting on that quote, like, 
what I really want. The woman that I want to be is a woman who loves her career. A woman who's in a healthy relationship and has healthy relationships, whether it's friendships, romantic, platonic, whatever. A woman who's consistent, dedicated, and disciplined, who works out and takes care of herself, treats her body as the temple that it is, and values herself, has good communication, has good boundaries, like basically like a freaking therapist, I don't know, has her shit sorted out basically is what I want but also a woman who can go like with the flow (laughs) who allows for some ebb and flow in life and um with that general idea which is a little bit more value-based I feel like I've always had very materialistic goals like I want to do this or like become this by the time I'm this age and it's like you're not guaranteed that however having the goal of being more consistent at everything you do that's something I can work with. I can like have the goal to be consistent with my workouts and then maybe one day I run a mile and the next day I'm only able to do half a mile but I still met my goal because I'm consistently showing up so I can find fulfillment in that. Or I'm consistently showing up for my friends instead of trying to be this perfect friend that is like their personal therapist. And instead of draining myself emotionally, just consistently checking in and showing up for them, that's enough. That's a value that I like a value based goal of living that out. And so I feel like moving forward, I'd really like to focus more on value based goals. And um, yeah, I guess there's a couple other things I could talk about as far as that quote goes and relating it to my college plans and everything. But I think I'm going to kind of leave it at that. Um, I just, I don't even know why. I just felt inspired to talk about that, I guess. Um, But moving forward, I do have some random updates that I just want to throw in here. And so one thing is I'm considering a new morning routine. Like, who is she? I know. Um, For the longest time here, 2020, it's just been so crazy. I feel like I fell off and I didn't really have a morning routine. I kind of got one back. And my most recent morning routine involves me working out in the morning. And as I discussed earlier in the episode, I am going to be working in the mornings now, probably coming up soon here anyway, once I finally change my availability. And for spring semester and winter break and everything, that's what I plan on doing. So that means I have to kind of move when I work out. And um, anyway, so I'm thinking doing more of a simplistic morning routine. So still waking up plenty early, but um, I mean, on days when I'm working, obviously I'd go to work. So I'd get up around, I get up around 5.40 and that gives me time to kind of get my bed made and go to the bathroom and wake up before 6. So really I start my day around 6. And um, if I'd be working in the mornings, I'd probably be wanting to get ready and leave my house by like 7.15, So um, a very simplistic morning routine, just waking up, getting ready, um, making breakfast, maybe watching some YouTube videos and going to work. Then the days when I'm not working in the morning, same type of thing. Get up, uh, make some breakfast, maybe watch some YouTube videos, whatever, and then maybe throw in some, like on those mornings when I'm not working, maybe that's when I'll do my YouTube work or my podcast work 
so that I, I can throw that into my schedule as well and manage it. And so like my mornings will be my time to um, work on my side hustles or work at my part-time job. And then my, and then around noon, I'm going to start trying to work out. I'm going to try this new routine and I'll, I'll update you guys on how it works out. Because I always hit that slump around like 2, 3 p.m. It's called the 3 p.m. slump, right? But when I work out around noon or so, I end up getting like this burst of energy. You know, they say exercise helps give you energy. And so I'm going to try that. And it's not really necessarily part of my morning routine. But just with the way my schedule is going to be, at least for spring semester here and probably summer semester too, I'm going to try it. And I'm going to see if breaking my day up like that. So I have a little bit of time for myself right away when I wake up. And then I also have that little bit of time for myself in the middle of the day. And then in the afternoons, I can do my my work. And then at night, I have some time for myself. And just kind of splitting up that time so that I have some self-care time throughout the day instead of just doing it in the morning and just doing it at night and then like working myself to death (laughs) during the day. It's not quite like, it's not working myself to death, but I feel like this could maybe help me avoid burnout too. Let me, again, DM me. Let me know if you guys, like, what you think of that. Um, Yeah. The other update, or another update I wanted to talk about was this last Monday, I had my last biology lecture. Like, I don't don't even know what else to talk about with that, but um, that was so crazy, so surreal for me. I can't even believe it. And my last exam for that class is either going to be this Monday or this Wednesday, because the way that the class is set up, we have five exams total, and the the exam on Wednesday is our final exam, but he drops your lowest score. So if I do really well on my exam tomorrow, Monday, because I've already done really well on my other exams, I've gotten A's on all of them. So if I get an A on my exam on Monday, I don't even have to take the final because he would just drop that grade anyway. So it really depends um, for that, but yeah, that class is going to be done after this next week, and so was my other one, and that's just, again, insane to me, um, but yeah, finals week, crazy, uh, I was going to talk about, like, how I plan my weeks, and maybe how I'm going to be studying for finals, if you guys are interested in that, just DM me, I'll give you some of my tips, I might talk about it in next week's episode or something, But um, I feel like this episode is long enough already. I don't really need to go into that whole other topic. So, I mean, with that said, I guess that's kind of the conclusion for today's episode. If you guys enjoyed listening, make sure to follow on where, I mean, follow wherever you're listening from. Also, screenshot this episode if you really enjoyed it and send it to me at Rachel Alora or at the Caffeinated Brunette podcast on Instagram. Again, both of them are linked down below. Also, if you could, take a minute to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It really, really helps the podcast out. It helps me gain some credibility, I guess, and give people an idea of what they can expect. I'd really love for you guys to do that as well. Um, Either way, or like reach out to me, DM me. I love interacting with you guys. You get it. This is a very unprofessional way of me, like, promoting the podcast and asking you to help me promote it, I guess. Um, Even if you just want to go on your Instagram story and talk about the podcast or share the podcast with your followers, so if they're interested, they can check it out. That would really help. 
DM me. Let me know what you guys are loving about the podcast. Again, that constructive criticism about the audio. Is it good? Is it bad? Like, let me know. I want this to be... This podcast, in a lot of ways, is for me to talk about things going on in my life, but it's also for you guys, and I want it to feel like we're besties just sharing a cup of coffee, or in this week's instance, um, me drinking a glass of cranberry juice like a weirdo. I don't even know. Um, Yeah, just like support the podcast. Yay. Um, (laughs) All right. I don't know how to end this. I never know how to end it. This is just the same as in real life. I know Emma Chamberlain talked about this in one of her most recent episodes. She's like, I have no idea how to say goodbye. Like, like when you're talking to someone and then you just say goodbye and you say some random shit like, okay, all right, bye. And I'm sure my best friend Brooke, she could attest to this. Every time we have a conversation on the phone, we're always just like, okay, bye. I'll talk to you later. Yep. Bye. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Bye. It's so awkward. Anyway. I don't know why I'm talking about that now. It's because I'm awkward and I don't know how to end this, but um, that's my really weird way of saying this is the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening. Again, follow wherever you listen to your podcast. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. DM me or share this on your Insta story. Like, interact on Instagram, please. And, um, yeah, with that said, I will just talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye, guys.